Well, we are um, having kind of a different kind of Sunday, and uh, it's kind of a busy Sunday because we've got new members and we've got baptism. And, and so today, rather than really hit a sermon the way I typically would, I want to just be a little more reflective today. Um, just uh, on the day, on the meaning of the day, on a lot of things that are going on, kind of my chance to uh, say some stuff I want to say, right? Um, one of the things I, I've noticed in the Bible is that the Bible seems to care a lot about transitions. That when, when the Bible switches characters, when characters switch parts of the story, just like a movie when there's a major shift, they, they emphasize it. And the Bible does that too. Abraham leaves his father and mother, goes to another land. Moses is stopped by a bush and uh, uh, sent to a different place. Um, Moses, on the time, if you read the end of Deuteronomy, right before he is going to die, actually be taken up to heaven, he takes a long time to prep Israel for this moment. And then Joshua takes up the mantle, and you know what Joshua does? He turns around and preps them for the moment. Like he has his own little speech in Joshua to, to start this. Uh, Elijah to an Elisha is a big story. Jesus, on the night he's betrayed, takes a long time to teach the disciples and try to give them some reflection. And then as he goes to, a, uh, to his ascension, it's the same way. I think there's something spiritually important about transitions. Right about about taking a step in a different direction or or moving on to the next season, and today feels a little bit like a transition for me. Kind of the end of the programming year, a different time for worship, different style of worship. Um, I I'm also going on vacation, so I'm off for a couple weeks uh, after I get through some funeral stuff here this week, and so I have been working hard to get ready for today. You know. We finished the book sale. That was this big buildup of months and months and months of books. And, uh, you know, so it feels like, okay, that we're putting kind of a pin in that. And we're moving to the summer. And it was strange this week as I was up in the Pope window uh, for the last time Sunday and then had to dismantle the sound system to get it ready to come out here. It was kind of like the end of an, of an era or an end of, of doing that. And... And we're all hopefully crossing our fingers, praying that maybe in the fall we don't go back there, that we can have a kind of a more normal. And doesn't it feel like life is getting a little bit more normal as masks are being peeled away, as restrictions are being lifted? It's like, okay, everybody breathe. We're going into summer. It's kind of a transition moment. And in the Bible, I think there are these, when you go to these transitions, it's like we're meant to stop and pause and reflect and um, so, so today, I want to just celebrate some transitions and think about some transitions here. So first, just a few thoughts on transitions. I remember when I was getting out of seminary, uh, a friend and mentor named Paul Weyerman, uh was, was trying to help me discern like where I was supposed to go and what my call to ministry was going to be. And he said this to me, and I'll, I'll never forget, I share it a lot. He said, when God calls, God often calls away from and towards that God's call often comes in stereo. So Abraham is called to leave his father, the house of his father and his mother and to go to a land, right? There's a leaving and a going. Okay, Moses is called to stop taking care of sheep in the desert and start taking care of people in the desert. Okay, there's a, you, you have to drop your nets to follow Jesus if you're the disciples. That there's often a, an away from and a towards. Jesus has to leave the construction business to go into ministry. There's a leave and there's a go. And as, um, 
the part of the hard part of hearing God's call is hearing the stereo, is hearing both. And a lot of times we don't want to hear the both because even have you ever had this? You have a good transition and a good change in your life, but you still are sad about it, right? Because you know, anytime there's a transition, there's still a move, right? That that there's the joy of something new always comes with also the sadness of losing something familiar. And so when we go into these transitions, I think it's worth noting some of the just changes, right? Some of the things that are going on. And I wonder as you go to this summer, you know, what do you need to leave behind? What are you being called towards? What is God calling you forward into? Part of the transition, I really think, is this a little bit, hopefully, prayerfully, this winding down of this global pandemic. You know, for I can't believe it was it's at 15 months. We like when we shut down church, we were like, we better shut down church for three weeks. Right. We are 15 months later. Okay, we're still having conversations about inside, outside, mask, no mask, views, few pads up, few pads not. Like uh, vaccines are now available that seem to be working. And, and I, if, if you didn't take one, it's fine. You're not hearing pressure from me. It just feels like, okay. But, but I, I want to say, I want to say this, that I think there really are going to be some long-term effects of this pandemic. I mean, not only have we created an entire generation of germaphobes, like, I as a kid don't really remember washing my hands. Is that bad? I just really don't. Um, and my kids are, like, all the time washing their hands. Like, they're so much more aware of that than I was. And I played in the dirt so much more than they did. Right? But there's an emotional toll. It's been hard to grieve. It's, it's, there's, our people seem stressed, angry, on edge. I'm finding people are way more easily offended. Right? And a lot of people are burned out. And if I'm honest, I'm, I'm in that, ca- like, I am tired. I am so ready for this vacation. I have been limping towards this vacation for weeks now. Right? And, and, and so I, I think we, we're going to have to find some peace and some rest as people. And, and I think that the chomping at the bit to get back to normal, like, maybe some of that normal we shouldn't go back to. Like, maybe some of that pacing and some of the craziness of life, maybe that was unsustainable to begin with. And this is a chance to do things a little different. So I know I need rest. I know a lot of people need rest. And one of the spiritual lessons, I think, is God didn't make you to do everything. Okay? God is God. You're not. So that means you can't do everything. And part of what we have to do as humans is we have to learn how to say no to some things so we can say yes to the right things. We have to try to ignore some of the urgent things that yell at us so we can get to some of the important things that sit there quietly but we really should and need to get to. So we need to learn how to rest, and we learn how, need to learn how to say no. And I, I've been having to learn those lessons, which I feel like I already learned, but I'm learning them again. And, and what an interesting moment for the church, right? I mean, no longer can, as a church, can we say, we always did it that way. Because I could just say, 2020... Right? And when uh, 2020, we didn't do it that way. I remember, and we actually survived and not doing it that way. In fact, not only did we survive, in some ways, we have thrived. Right? That, that, that there's this opportunity to be creative and to try new things. And the question doesn't need to be, what have we always done or what is everybody else doing, but what does God want us to do now? I was talking to some of my doctor of ministry friends uh, on, a, on a Zoom call, which I'm tired of those too, by the way. 
and uh, I was talking about a Zoom call, and I uh, were catching up, and they were saying how well their church has done online services, and how it's like such a huge part of what they're going to do in the future. And I said, it was okay for us. But you know what really got good traction was the mail-in services, the, the through-the-mail sermons that a lot of people liked. And the, you know we did a lot of different stuff because it worked here. And, and the opportunity for us as a church is to say, well, what is going to work in the future? What do we want to be in the future? Maybe some of that stuff we've always done it that way doesn't need to come back. We can decide that it was for its time and we can move on. And amazingly, God has really blessed us through this wild bunch of wild, wild ways of being a church. I mean, could, could you imagine 10 years ago explaining to the members what this would look like? Right? Like, even five years... When I came to this church and somebody had said, Jordan, we're going to have parking lot church. Some people are going to be in their cars. Some people are going to be in their chairs. You're going to be a trailer. What? <laughs> um, but, but today we're going to take new members. And I'm telling you, some of these new members came through the drive-in church. Not all of them, but some of them did. Okay? Some of them, not, not in spite of... Okay. God isn't just working in spite of a global pandemic. God is working through a global pandemic. Isn't that crazy to think about? Okay, and there's a number of other people here at this church right now, in their cars, in their, in their chairs, who have tied in more and drive in and aren't members yet, but are, but are here and are participating, and we welcome you. It's great to have you. Like in, and, and I don't think God is done yet. Actually, I think God is only getting started around here. There is new and exciting things ahead. And isn't it funny that here we are back in drive-in church. And what's funny about that is I did not think we were coming back to this. But all last fall, people would come up to me and say, Jordan, we're going to do this next summer, right? Like, we, we like it outside. There's an intentional move to be outside. And we never would have known that if it wasn't for a pandemic. My point is God has been showing up and I don't think he's done. So it's, it's fun to sort of celebrate and it's fun to see some of that as we welcome some new members. As we welcome people who have, who have come around and I'm telling you, I, I'm going to warn everybody here from, who's part of the tradition of Northminster crew. When I say they're jumping in as new members, I mean they've been helping out at the book sale and they've been jumping in on everything we can and they're helping out with a funeral dinner tomorrow. And like... We're not just getting some members, we're getting some members who are jumping in and diving in and want to be part of this family. And that's exciting. We're doing some baptisms today of, of two children who have been meeting Jesus in some ways through through their very good friends of the Hudaks. And so they've been hearing about Jesus at the Hudaks. They've been coming to Vacation Bible School and now they're participating in church stuff. And, and so we get to see some fruit here today of labors. So let us celebrate as these people formally enter in relationship with church, as these people sign up to be part of our church family, as we do these baptisms, but let us also make sure to remember our own baptism. As we celebrate this, remember that you're a member of this community, of this body of Christ, of this church family, and remember that, that you, whose you are and who you are because of your baptism and because of who you are in Christ. And let us, as a church, boldly walk into the future that God has set before us. Doing the right things He calls us to, saying no to the wrong things,
getting the proper amount of rest because we can't do it all, being a little patient as we move into God's future, but knowing boldly today that God has a future for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.